This week's parasha, parashat tashalach, Erev tu bishvat, tafshin peibet. The shiur was sponsored in order of the rabbi by Yaakov Malach, who is a very good, very good boy. Um, learns every day and has a very bright, uh, bright head. So the will send him bracha in everything that he does in Ruchniyut and in Gashliyut. Um, this week we will uh, we have in the parasha the Kriyat Yam Suf and Shirat Yam and Tu Bishvat. I will try to connect both things, Bezrat Hashem. And uh, I will pick two things that we can learn from the story about Kriyat Yamsuf. I will tell you a chidush. If I will ask you how many times was Kriyat Yam, the sea split? Everyone will say one time. But really, when we look in the Mepharshim, we see that the sea split too, as we just uh, saw from uh, Albert uh, that he uh, made this uh, um, uh, that uh, the twice the sea split. What is the what is the okay? The, the Pasuk says that uh, when Am Israel uh, uh, started to, uh, to, uh, to go from Eretz Mitzrayim, the Pasuk says, Ba'amar Paroli Bnei Yisrael, Nevuchim hem ba'aretz, Sagar alehem hamidbar. This is written in the Perek Yudalet Pasuk Gimel, Paro will say about the children of Israel, they are confined in the land. The wilderness has locked them in. The English translation, he followed Rashi, but Rashi was bothered with the question. The Pasuk says, Amar Paro Livnei Yisrael. He will say to Bnei Yisrael that, 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 that they, they lost the way in the desert. Who is, who is Bnei Yisrael? Bnei Yisrael left Egypt. So to whom Paro is going to talk? To whom is going to say? Therefore, Rashi explained Ba'amar Paro al Bnei Yisrael. And this is what the English translation did. Paro will say about the children of Israel. But when we look in the Mefarshim here, Targum Yonatan and Medrashim, we see that Targum Yonatan says, that Paro will say to Bnei Israel, you know who is Bnei Israel? 
Datan Vaviram, that they didn't leave with Am Israel Egypt. They stayed in Egypt. And in the Midrash, we see that he says close to this, and uh, that he will say to Datan Vaviram that left in Egypt. And the Midrash adds, when they saw that Am Israel is crossing the sea, and the sea split for them, they ran quick and they joined. They wanted to join Am Israel. In the book, there is a book, it's called Be'er Ma'im Chayim. It was written by Reb Chaim Chernovitz. So he a little bit explained more what happened there. And he says that these, the Tanva Aviram, they ran quick to join Am Israel, but they came a little bit late. And what happened was that Bore Olam split for them the sea. From where he is learning it, because it is written at the end of Shirat Hayam. The Pasuk says there, he spoke about the Egyptians, they drowned everything. Now the Pasuk, last Pasuk, Kiva sus paro berichbo parashav bayam, Vayashev Hashem alehem et mea yam, Uvne Israel al Hubaya basha betochayam. What is this uh, there at the end of the, of, of the, of the Shira? You had this pasuk, the Egyptians already drowned already, and now Bne Israel al Hubaya basha betochayam. So he says, who is Bnei Yisrael? Halchu bayabasha betoch hayam, who are they? These are Datan Vaviram, that Borei Olam split for them the sea because they came late. If you would have thought, if, if we would have think, if it was, let us say, Moshe ve'aharon, that they came late, so the sea split for them, we can understand it. But how can we understand that Borei Olam split the sea to Datan Vaviram? Datan Vaviram, they are the, 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 the most biggest reshaim that were at that generation. Uh, with the story with Moshe, that uh, they were fighting and they, they, they were the people that, that, that they were the people that spoke that uh, spoke about Moshe that he killed the Egyptian. So for them, Moshe Olam is splitting the sea. Explain the Maharil Diskin. And this is something that is, we can learn from it something. He says, even though the Datan Raviram, they were big Rashaim, nevertheless, they had a big merit, a big schut. 
the Egyptians, they had a lot of people that they were task, taskmasters. The taskmasters, they were in charge of the Jewish police. Pharaoh made two, two people that will, two people that will charge the, uh, the, the work, that they will be above, above the world. The taskmasters, Egyptians, and Jewish police. Now, Pharaoh used to say, today I want 5,000 bricks. The taskmasters, they were checking. The police, the Jewish police, they had to rush Am Israel and to push Am Israel to do the amount. And what happened if the, 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 the Jewish workers didn't make enough bricks, the police used to be hit by the taskmaster, Egyptian taskmasters, because they used to say, police, Jewish police, you have to take care. You have to push your people. You have to stand on the head of your people. But the Torah says that by the Torah, the, but the, 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 Jewish, the Jewish police, they says Rashi in Perek Gimel, in Perek Hey, says Rashi there, that the, 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 the Jewish police, they had pity on Am Israel. And a lot of times they didn't push them. They saw that they are working so hard that they didn't push them to do the work. So what happened because of this? They used to get hit by the taskmasters. Among the police that used to be hit by the, task, the Egyptian taskmasters were the Tanvaviram. This you can learn from Rashi there in the Chumash. And therefore, Ore Olam paid them. Ore Olam said, I have a Jew that he is ready to get hit and to suffer in order not that, his, that, that the Jewish people will not suffer such people, they deserve to have Kriyat Yamsu special for them. This will give us to understand also why the Tanva Viram, they didn't die in the three days of Hoshech, because Malach Mavet also, he cannot touch such people that they are taking care of Am Israel and not uh, pushing them to work. And now this is one idea that I that I think we can learn from it. What is the what is the power of suffering for the majority? 
Another thing that we kept on the, we have to pay attention is, you know that in the Israeli army, always the, 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 the big officer, he goes first. When you go, when you go to war, he is first and all the soldiers behind him. This is called in Hebrew, it's called Acharai, after me. And we see when Am Israel came to Yamsuf, they were frightening. They didn't know what to do. Egyptians behind and they came to the sea. Why Moshe Rabbeinu, that he's the leader, he didn't jump to the sea first. He should have done, he's a leader. He should have done it. He should have gone first to the sea and behind him after everyone will come after him. In order to explain it, we have to, to understand something else before. We know that the sea split to 12 lanes. Now the question is here, when Am Israel came to the sea, let us say after they jumped to the sea, Nachshon ben Aminadav, Shevet Yehuda and Shevet Binyamin, they were first to jump to the sea. Now what happened at that moment? Did at that moment the whole lane dried and they could have seen the lane from the place that they see, they, they could have seen the lane, the whole lane, even though it went, uh, it went like a semicircle. Or, no, every step that they walked in the sea dried. Explained Rabbeinu Bechayel, and he says, this is in the beginning of Parashat Beshalach, and he says that the majority of the Nisim that Borea Olam did to Am Israel were to test them and to bring them, to test them if they have emuna and to strengthen in them or within them the emuna in Borea Olam, to have full faith in Borea Olam. Therefore, he says that the sea didn't split the whole lane split for them. And now every step that they did, the sea dried slowly, slowly. And, and Rabbeinu Bechaye, he compared it to the ness of the man that Bore Olam gave them as, as food in the desert. Borolam could have given them, in America, you're getting paid salary for a week. In Israel, you are getting salary for a month. So Borolam, you had a choice. You could have given man either for a week or to give them man for a month. Why every day they have to collect? Said Rabbeinu Bechayi, this was the test. 
that Borah Olam wanted to, to test Am Israel and to teach them to have faith in Borah Olam. Yesterday you got uh, the man, today you got the man, and have faith that tomorrow also Borah Olam will give you the man. Slowly, slowly, not at, in one shot, to teach them Emunah in Borah Olam. And the same thing was with the Kriyat Yamsuf, that Borah Olam didn't split the sea from the beginning of the lane till the end. But every step they, 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 they did, the sea dried for them. To give them to stand, to, to pass this test. This test was for whom? For Am Israel. They needed this test. But Moshe Rabbeinu, that he had full emunah in Bore Olam, he didn't do, he didn't need it. Therefore, he was not, he didn't go first. He was not tested in this test, but only Am Israel, they were tested in this. And this is what we can learn from it is to strengthen the emunah in Bore Olam in everything that we do. Next week, we are going to to, uh, to celebrate Tu Bishvat Chagailanot. We see in the Torah, the Torah compared a man to a tree. And we see that Chachamim, they behaved with a tree as they behave with a man. Where do we see? We see it in the Gemara Mesechet Shabbat. The Gemara says there, what will be if you, you have a sick tree? What is his sickness? That the, the, the fruits, he cannot hold the fruits on the branches. When the fruit starts to, to, to grow, before the fruit gets ripe, the, fru the, 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 the fruits are falling off the, the tree. What you do with such a tree? If you will ask today people, they will tell you, cut it off and plant another tree. But Am Israel didn't do this, didn't behave with the tree this way. The Gemara says, Ilan Shechala. What you do to him? Two things. You paint him with a red paint and you hang on his branches heavy stones. Ask the Gemara a question. We can understand why you have to hang on him heavy stones. Why? Because could be the reason why the fruit are falling from the tree, because the tree is, has inside too much fat. So in order to reduce the fat, you hang on him heavy stones. Maybe it's like what we can say, uh, lift, uh, 
lifting heavy heavy things in order to to take off your weight. So this Tigmara says is understandable. Well, why I have to? Why do we have to paint him with red paint? What does the red the red paint does? This is not a medication to the tree. Answers the Gemara. It is true. It's not a medication, but this is a sign. Everyone that will pass near the tree and he will see red paint, he knows that this tree is sick. And people will pray on the tree to, to heal. This is the way that Am Israel behaves with a tree. They treated him as they treat a sick people. They are they're giving the man a medication and this praying on him in the shul that he will heal. The same thing to the tree. You hang stones on him, heavy stones to heal him, and you pray, you paint him in order to pray for him. You find in Yerushalmi another way that Am Israel behave with the tree as you behave with the person. The Gemara speaks about a fig tree that didn't give fruits. What do you do to him? Says the Gemara, says the Rushalmi in the Sefet Shvi'it. You take a, a branch from a tree that gives fruits. You take the branch and you hang it on the tree that doesn't give fruits. Why are you doing it? In order to embarrass the fig tree that doesn't give fruits. And as if we are saying to the tree, you see this branch? This was taken from the tree near you and he gives fruits. So why you are not giving the fruits? This is the way that sometimes we behave with people that we show somebody that doesn't do his job well, that he will learn from someone else how he does and why he does. And this way, the tree also will give fruits as the other fruits are giving. The trees, they understood very well the Jewish behavior with them. And therefore, they paid back to Am Israel what the trees did. The trees, they felt that Am Israel went to Galut. So all the trees decided we are not going to give fruits to any nation, any other nation that will come to stay in Eretz Israel. We will not grow high. Our branches will be very, very short. 
and we will not give fruits. Or if we will give fruits, they will, they will be very, very small. And I remember, and I was young, I remember that Erev Rosh Hashanah, we went to buy apples and my mother to the market to buy apples for Rosh Hashanah, to dip in the honey. The, 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 we went to look for apples and we saw Israeli apples. The apples size was like a plum. And everyone said in Israel, apples cannot grow. This was in the years of, in the, in the, in the 50s, in the beginning of the 50s, in Arab Israel. Later on, Am Israel came back to Eretz Israel. And you can see today an apple, you can find apples in the size of oranges. This, what the trees did, and this is what Yechezkel Hanavi says. Yechezkel Hanavi says in Sefer Yechezkel Perek Lamed Vav, Pasuk Chet, and I will read for you. Ve'atem, that means Cheskel Navi, he describes the redemption that Am Israel is coming back to Eretz Israel. So he's talking to the trees and he says to them, Ve'atem harei Yisrael, mountain of Eretz Israel that you have trees on you. Anpeichem titeinu, uprichem tisu, le'ami Yisrael ki kervu lavo. Now, your branches, you can, you can grow and give fruits because these trees, they will feel first the redemption is close to come. That when they will come, you will have a lot of fruits for them. And if you look today in Eretz Israel, you will see, you will look and you will see how big is the fruits just to look on them and how much fruit Eretz Israel produces. Therefore, in the time that the Goyim used to conquer Eretz Israel, they saw here in the beginning very nice trees. So what did they do? They uprooted the trees and they took it with them abroad to their countries and they planted them in Rome, in Paris, in all these old places that the Goyim used to stay at that time, the Crusades and all other Goyim that came they took the, the trees from Eretz Israel and they planted in their, in their gardens. Says the Gemara that in the future, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, called Shita Vishita, Shenatnu Nochrim Yerushalayim, Atid HaKadosh Baruch Hu LaChaziran La. Every tree that, Amisra, that the Goyim took out from Eretz Israel, when the redemption will come, and Am Israel will come back, Kibbutz Galuyot, Am Israel will come back, you will have a full plane, not only with people, and a plane with trees, that they are also going to come, to be, to come back to Eretz Israel. Maybe this is hinted in the, in, in the Shirat Hayam, that we are saying, that we will read the Mitzvah Hashem on Shabbat. 
And we are saying in the in the in the Shira, Tevimo, Vetita Eimo, Behana Khalatha, Honishiftecha Paalta Amonai, Mikdash Amonai Kornamiya Decha. You will bring them and implant them on the mount of your heritage. I can understand the word you will bring them. But what does it mean implant them? You don't implant people. You bring people. They will stay here. They will live here. Maybe it's a hint also to the trees that the Goyim took from Eretz Israel abroad. Bore Olam will implant them in Eretz Israel. This was the way that the the trees and Am Israel, the behavior of Am Israel with the trees was paid back by the trees to Am Israel. Am Israel treated nicely the trees more than all the nations. A sick tree, <laughs> you cut off and that's it. But Am Israel, they don't behave, they behave with him like a man, like you behave with people. Therefore, the trees, they also paid back to Am Israel. And when they felt that Am Israel is not in Eretz Israel, they also mourn. And they will say, we are not going to give any benefit from us to any nation, only for Am Israel. And therefore, when they, because of this, and Borei Olam will bring the redemption. All these trees that were taken out of Israel, they will also come back, will come back to being planted in Eretz Israel. I want to wish everyone Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shira. I can add another little thing about the Shira that will can understand how can it be. Can a person sing to Borer Olam for all the Nisim? Who, who are we that we can we, we, we can sing to Borer Olam and to say, to, to mention all the good things that he did in Shirat Hayam? So many Nisim happened. Can we see everything? The answer is no, we cannot see. If so, how can we say the Shira to sing to Borer Olam? The answer is that if you will look in the Sefer Torah, you will see that between the, the words, every, between every three words, you have a space place. What is this space? What is this space place for? Explains one of the Mefarshim. That the reason is in order to show that here between the words we can add a lot of more shevach to Bore Olam. What we are saying in the, in the Shirat Hayam is only what we saw, but there is a lot of more missing that we have to thank to Bore Olam that we didn't see, and they can be written in this space. Shabbat Shalom. We will meet next week. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.